Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And as we like to say every week, Dan Burns will help you keep it running. Good morning. Danny Long here with uh, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on CCO's Car Care Show. Dan, good morning. It looks like we have a February thaw on the way, and that's good news. Finally, that is good news, isn't it, Denny? I've had enough of that cold. I guess. I tell you. Uh, did you have a lot of uh, uh, calls about batteries this week, this past week? Uh, yeah, we sold. We have we have battery cores piled up, uh, you know, four or five feet in the corner. So <laughs> yeah, wow. there's, uh, there's oodles and oodles of batteries uh, that we have sold. And, you know, as we talked about last week, it's kind of a – a function of people haven't been, a lot of people have not been using their cars, uh, you know, because they're not going driving to work or driving their kids to school or whatever. And so the cars have just been sitting so much. And when you add severe cold weather to that formula, when the battery or when the car is not being driven, so the battery doesn't get recharged regularly, uh, that's really hard on the batteries. Well, I'll vouch for that because uh, my wife Sandy was visiting family in southern Minnesota this past frigid week, and uh, and one uh, morning when it was uh, overnight it was twenty five, twenty seven below. She said the truck won't start, so I was able to get a hold of AAA via the internet, and uh, and the guy came out, and by the way, it was like seconds, and it was it was fine because the battery's four or five years old, and I know it needs to be replaced probably. But what what was interesting to me, and I didn't get details. Uh, this person used some kind of a deal. It wasn't like hooking up the jumper cables to his vehicle and then to to ours, but it was some, I don't know it was a handheld thing. Do you know what uh, that might have been? I do. I do know what that might have been. I have one in my toolbox. It's uh, just just a little rechargeable jump box, and uh, they give out a remarkable amount of power for the size that they are, <clears throat> and uh, we we use them all the time and. You know, the the traditional jump box would be, a, a you know, a big thing, almost as big as a battery, and that is rechargeable, and we use that for jumping cars around the shop, too. But those little ones are, are very impressive, and they do a nice job. And just like everything in life, Denny, technology is there. And, uh, you know, people ask me if I'm going to get a jump box for my home so that I have it if I need it what one should I get? And I'm hesitant to tell people to do that 
because just like everything in life, it needs to be used or it's not going to work when you need to use, when you mm. need it to work for you. And so it needs to be fully charged up and you need to use it from time to time and age destroys them. You know, every couple of years we have to replace the jump box at the bunk or the boxes at the shop just because age is hard on them. Yeah, that's good advice. Uh, Dan, we're already getting uh, text messages, and I promised uh, folks that I would pick up on the, some text messages from last week as well, as you recall. So let's grab a couple of each and invite our listeners to call in your car care question or send a text, same number, 651-989-9226. Uh, Dan, your thoughts, Texter says, on how to get a 16-year-old truck that's been sitting outside for two and a half years uh, up and running, has about eight gallons of fuel. Should I drain the fuel? the question uh if it's a couple maybe maybe not um quite honestly uh when the weather warms up and you can get good battery power to the vehicle you might be surprised and find that the vehicle starts right up uh, without much effort at all uh that can happen and so uh Maybe that's what I would. Maybe that's what I would do. Uh, you know, to to add some gas stabilizer to the gas right now is probably too late, and that timeline is probably on the outside of the bubble. I'm sure that the fuel is not the greatest of quality. Uh, we hope that no rusting or anything has been happening inside the tank itself. But uh, I think I probably would. Like I say, get good battery power to the engine and see what happens. If it does start right up, and I wouldn't be surprised if it does, then I think the right thing to do would be to go get it full of fuel, uh, fresh fuel, and mixing the two together. If you know if it's down to a quarter of a tank, and you can mix the the fuel together, and mixing the two together. If you know if it's down to a quarter of a tank, and you can mix the the fuel together, and and uh, and then and then use it a lot so that you burn the fuel through it, and and get fresh fuel in there again. Uh, I think you might find that it will be just fine. Yeah, two and a half years. Uh, this, of course, came in during the cold weather uh, period, and we had a similar question or two like this. Um, I have a vehicle, Texter says, that is not driven too often, sits outside. Would you recommend putting a battery maintainer on it to keep the battery charged during cold days? I would put a battery maintainer on it to keep it recharged during any temperature days, especially cold days. Um, But, yeah, a a fully charged battery is the battery that is going to last the longest and do the best job for you. So if you can keep it fully charged, that's the right thing to do. And, uh We've said it before, Denny, and people have corrected us when I've used the wrong term. You don't want to use a trickle charger. That's that's what something that keeps charging the battery all the time. You want to use a battery maintainer, which when the battery is fully charged, it shuts itself off. And that's what you want to have happen. You don't want to keep charging it because that can wreck the battery also. Yeah, good point. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's take a break. We have, again, more texters uh, coming in. And if you want to chat with Dan via the phone, 651-989-9226. Zero is the Twin City temperature reading. We should get highs today here in the Twin Cities, uh, 25. But maybe Monday we'll get up to near 41, maybe 42. 
on Tuesday. Again, right now, it's zero on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Where exactly on beautiful Grand Avenue are you located there, Dan? Well, we are at 982 Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. Uh, You can find us on the web, Danny, at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call as soon as this morning. I'll actually be there. 651-228-1316. 651-228-1316. Very good. And Dan will give us that phone number before he leaves us today, which is about 745. So if you have a question, call it in or text it in. Don't wait. Speaking of phones, Dan, we have callers coming in as well as texters. Let's go to uh, David, who's calling in from my mayor, I think, this morning. David, what's your question for Dan? Hey, good morning, Dan. And Danny, it was great to talk to you this week. Uh, Dan, I work at a Ford dealer. And, of course, the late model Fords have the mechanism that's called the auto start or uh, auto start stop mechanism in it. And I was told, because we had a dead battery in a late model uh, Explorer, that there's gel batteries in those. And the gel batteries, once they die, they are kaput and can't be charged. And we did prove that on the show floor. I wonder if you could comment on that. Well, I'm not. I, I can't probably comment on it any better than you just did uh, because I'm not particularly familiar with those. Um, I, I, I've never heard of a battery that can't be recharged, but I'm not surprised if it goes completely dead like that, uh, that that would be true. So I would have to do a little bit of research on that, and uh, I'll make note of that and do that. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, David, interesting question. Uh, thanks for, for, for your comments. And, uh, yeah, there's some homework for you, Dan. Uh, maybe we can come back next week and tell us uh, if you learned anything. You Here's know, that's inter- kind of yeah. how, how this job goes, Danny, is, is you think you know it all, and then something new comes along. And with vehicles, technology is constantly changing, and especially with things like batteries and, and those sorts of things. Oftentimes now on cars, when we uh, install a new battery in a car, we have to reprogram the car to, to give it the information about the new battery. And so it takes all of that stuff into consideration. So this doesn't surprise me at all that, that now there's new technology that's changing things. Always learning, for sure. Uh, let's see who's next, and then we'll grab some text. Joe is next, uh, calling from my Sandy, I believe. Thank you, Joe. What is your question for Dan? Uh, I don't actually have a question. I just have a quick statement. Uh, Every week someone calls in about stolen catalytic converters, and uh, it's not a problem out here that much, but uh, I think uh, I I called our state representative. In fact, he's Speaker of the House, and left a message, and they called me back. And they are working on a bill to tighten up the uh, sale, purchase, whatever of these things. And the more pressure on your legislator, representative, uh, senator, uh, we can get something done. And, you know, people won't be changing converters once a week. No, I, I, yeah. I'm glad, Joe, I'm glad you brought that up. We we're going to talk about that one of these Saturdays for that very thing, that legislation. We hope it goes through. So, yeah, contact your representatives and uh, tell them. Because yeah, I just I heard did. a fig. Yeah. 
I did see that in the paper uh, this week about that bill, that that is uh, going through through uh, uh, you know through the House right now or, or the Senate, and uh, I agree that that is a good idea. That that the only way we're going to stop the thieves is if we turn off their the place where they're selling the stolen catalytic converters. They need to be. They need to figure out a way to you know be authorized dealers or uh, like we are uh, or something like that, so that when you do dispose of the catalytic converters that they're disposed of properly and that they're not stolen, that they're identified to a vehicle that they were removed from. Yeah. Well, let's hope that goes through because that, that if it doesn't stop, it'll certainly slow it down. Uh, right. Let's see. Texter said, there's an interesting question here, Dan, that we've never had. Uh, when buying a new set of tires, should you include the spare? Well, <laughs> Oftentimes, uh, it, actually, Denny, it's very unusual nowadays. Not very unusual, but but most cars do not have uh, a full size spare tire. Uh, many cars don't have a spare tire at all That's anymore. Right, they yeah. they uh, there just isn't room for them, and they've eliminated them. And most people can't safely put a spare tire on a car anyway. So that's a, a good reason to have eliminated them. But, uh, but uh, I, no, I don't think that if a spare tire is stored on the inside of the car and uh, you're uh, changing the tires on the car, I would not recommend changing the spare tire, especially if it's not exactly the same size. Now, if your vehicle has exactly the same size five tires and if the rims and wheels all match, then when you rotate the tires, if you wanted to rotate all five of them and use all five tires up at the same rate, then that might be a good idea uh, to go ahead and replace all five of them and continue to do that for the life of the car. But in most cases, that's not the case. You can't exactly match all five tires. And so uh, if you can't rotate the five tires, I probably would not recommend replacing them there. Makes sense. Uh, before we break for weather, Dan, here's a text. It says a 2007 Cadillac Escalade dashboard light came on a service airbag. Texter says, after I replaced the car battery, how do I er- erase that? That comes from Bill from Bell Plain. Yeah, well, I don't know why. <clears throat> because of the power surge or the disruption in power or something like that, something in the airbag system uh, didn't like it. didn't like something in the airbag system when that happened. And so the airbag system stored a code, and the way that you would take care of that is you would need some help. You'd have to bring it into a shop. They would need to scan that code, see what it's about, see if it's related to a battery issue, uh, and then uh, they can clear that code if it does not require any repair, and that will take care of it. The other option would be if it's only been a day or two, maybe give it a day or two, and see if when it goes through a few self-tests, if it clears itself up. That that's no. a possibility too. That may happen. But yeah. uh, but but if not, you can sh- you can uh, you can have it turned off. All right, Dan, hang on. We're going to take a break for uh, that forecast, and it's a warm up for sure. And then we'll be back. Dan will take his leave about seven forty-five this morning. So stay tuned for more car care here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO.
And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here along with ASE Certified Technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, a ton of text messages. Uh, let's see how many we can feel before you uh, leave us today. Here's one. It says, can a bad ignition switch cause your alternator to not charge on my 96 Jeep uh, Grand Cherokee? Well, a bad ignition switch can cause anything to happen because it's a major major contributor to the power source. So um, I would say that from my experience, it would be a little bit unusual for the uh, ignition switch to cause an alternator to fail, but I'm sure that it's possible that that could be the case. If you're really curious about it, I would recommend that you look up the wiring diagram for your particular vehicle and see uh, where the alternator power and and supplies and all that come from and how they're routed. And then I think you'd have a better understanding about what the ignition switch would have to do with it. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Here's a text that uh, I know you can't comment on brands, but are there cars that are more rust resistant than others? This texture has a 2001 Corolla that still runs well, but is rusting out. Well, that happens. Well, <laughs> you know, cars, uh, as we know, Denny, uh, over the years, everybody seems to have had their turn with a particular series of model years where they had trouble with rust. And uh, technologies have changed, and rust is a big deal, especially in our climate. And so, you know, the manufacturers are very, very careful about not uh, – uh, allowing rust to happen. And so they're using these new technologies to protect the car from rust. But seems like everybody's had made mistakes and taken their turns. And I wouldn't say that any one brand is better or worse than others. I think it's just something that the manufacturer is continually working on. And I think they're making progress and it's getting better. There's a text for the, they want you to look in your crystal ball here. It's a boat question, but really it's about the four-cylinder car engine that's in the boat. Texter says, I fill the gas tank with non-oxygenated premium and one can of sea foam before I stored it. Do you think it's going to be okay this spring? Oh, for sure. It's going to be just fine. Yeah. Probably, whether you did the additive or not, uh, it would have probably been fine, but I think that's the best way to store uh, any type of internal combustion engine is to put a little bit of gas uh, preserver in a, in with it with the gas. And uh, when you go to start it in the spring, it'll be just fine. There's a text that says, uh, you see some people raising their wiper blades on their windshields when it's snowing. Is that bad for the spring, the arm of the blade? No, it's fine for the spring in the arm of the blade. The only thing I get concerned about whenever I even lift a wiper arm like that is if the wiper comes crashing back to the windshield, it can break the windshield. It can crack the windshield. And I know that from experience because over the years, I've bought several windshields for that very reason. (laughs) So be careful of that and uh, and beware of that. But uh, no, it doesn't hurt the arm at all. (laughs) Dennis just Signal me it happened to him this week. <laughs> you know, it happens when we're changing wiper blades. When you have the blade off, 
Yeah. And the arm gets out of your, you know, slips out of your hand and crashes to the windshield and it, and it cracks the windshield. So yep, yep. I've, I've bought a few of those over the years. <laughs> Happens pretty fast. Uh, here's what Texas is. My battery charger has two settings, 10 amp and 2 amp. What should I use? Well, if you're uh, the, the slower and longer you charge a battery, the better it is. So the best setting, if you have the time, would be to set it on 2 amp and leave it overnight or for a day or two. Uh, that's the best way to charge a battery. If you're in in a bigger hurry than that, if you need it uh, charged within several hours, then use the 10 amp setting and uh, you'll get on the road much quicker that way. This text says a 2011 Chrysler van, 160 compression on all cylinders, new plugs and coils, still misfired on five. What could be wrong? Well, uh, could be anything. Any of the ingredients that come into the uh, um, cylinder, starting with compression, which they've measured, and then you have spark, fuel, and timing are the ingredients and one of those ingredients is wrong uh if you've if you're confirm if you've confirmed that you have spark in the cylinder you confirm that you have compression in the cylinder then the thing that you probably should check next would be to be sure that you have fuel in the cylinder and uh the fuel of course is controlled by a fuel injector uh electronically controlled you can see if the injector is getting a signal and then uh if that if it is, then the next thing would be to see if the injector itself is actually working, and you probably would need some professional help uh, with that. All right. We're just plumb out of time, Dan, uh, and I know you guys at Lloyd's are open today for a while. Uh, how do we get in touch with Lloyd's Automotive if and when we need you? Well, come on over. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, uh, right between Lexington and Victoria and St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call this morning, 651-228-1316. Nick will be here, and he'll be glad to talk to you. Excellent. And like uh, last week, I'll save some text messages we did not get to so to help those folks who maybe didn't uh, get a chance to get in today. So, Dan, have a good week. I hope to see you for an oil change real soon. That sounds great. Thanks, Denny. All right. Thank you. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Stay tuned next for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat here on News Talk 830 WC. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.